All right, Rabotai Shabbatom and Borach. It's another week, <clears throat> another week in uh, quarantine, which gives us another week to study some uh, halakha, something that we would not probably have done uh, if we would have had uh, the freedom to run around. Uh, not to say we wouldn't have been learning, but you know we wouldn't have been uh, committed, let's say, to this time every day. <clears throat> We're trying to learn practical halachot. That's the goal of this shiur. We try to take it from you know, the beginning all the way to the end and then give a halakha l'ma'aseh. Uh, some of these uh, cases that we discuss are hypothetical cases and some of them actually are questions that some of our members uh, ask. And as a result, we need to go into the subject to come out with an answer for them. Uh, during this uh, pandemic, it has... Uh, it has caused many people to pass away and causing their families to become onen. Onen means that if somebody loses one of the close relatives, a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a son, or a daughter, or a wife, seven relatives. So uh, until the niftar is buried, so those people are called onenim, onen. And onen is patur from the mitzvot. Uh, the logic of that is he doesn't have to pray, he doesn't put on tefillin, he doesn't make berachot, as was mentioned. They want his mind to stay on the abelut, on the body, not to get preoccupied with other things. So therefore the chamim took away all the obligations when it comes to doing mitzvot, so he could be totally, with undivided attention, to deal with the, the niftar until he's actually buried. Uh, this uh, pandemic also has now overlapped with the Zman of Sefirat Omer, which we're counting the Omer now every night. Now today is the 24th day of the Omer. So the question was asked uh, recently, uh, there was a lady uh, that had passed away. This is uh, Meddeb, Shalom. That's the, uh, the wife of Dr. Isaac Meddeb, the great, uh, great member of our congregation, or well, the, uh, the mother of Rafi Maddeb, another great uh, Sadiq, and uh, their wife and mother respectively passed away on Friday. There'll be a Levaya today. We'll have the Levaya at 3.30, I think on Aitora they're uh, broadcasting it. Anyway, so they're on in. Uh, the body's going to be flown to Israel tonight, so they have a din of onen. So their question uh, was, what do we do regarding Sefirat Omer? We know that Onen is patur from the mitzvot. I mean, so technically, if a person is an Onen <coughs> at night, and you're an Onen in the day, so basically you missed a full day of counting Sefirat Omer. So therefore, once the Aninut is over, can they continue counting Sefirah with a Beracha? We know the general rule is that if you miss you miss a day, meaning a night and a day, so that's it, you're out. And we know that Onen can't do mitzvot, so technically the Onen can't count. So then the question is, uh, is the Onen still in the game? You know, once they bury the body, it's the next day, can they still count uh, Sifirat Omer? So that's that's the question that we discussed today. Again, Yeah, without a Berachah, for sure, they can do that. Our question is, Correct, with the beracha. Can they count with the beracha going forward? So in order to, to understand the reka, the, the foundation of how we're going to get to the conclusion, you need to know two or three principles regarding Sefirat Omer. <clears throat> Let's put Aninut on the side. Let's talk about Omer first to get the Omer laws clear, and then we can throw in on top the Onin uh, to see how it fits into the mix. So first, we start with the Gemara in Menachot, on page 66. So the Pasuk says, Sheba Shabbatot Temimot Tehiyena. That the seven weeks that you count have to be what's called Temimot. They have to be complete. So the Gemara says, Ematai Atamotse Sheba Shabbatot Temimot. When is it considered Temimot? Bizman Shatam Matchili Manot Mevaerev. When you start counting the Sefirah at night, the Gemara learns over here that Sefirah must be done at night. 
because that's to be mot, which means for it to be complete in Judaism, the, the day starts at night. So therefore, when you count at night, you're catching the new day from the beginning of the day. So every night you have to count the next day to be timimot. So from that Gemara, it sounds like the ikar sefirata omer is done balayla, which is which is like we do. Just like, by the way, sefirata omer follows the ketzira of the omer. Remember, in the olden days, they used to bring a korbana omer, and the law was that they would go at night and they would cut the the new crop and then they would bring it during the day. So just like Ketzirat Ta'omer is done at night, so to Sifirat Ta'omer, the Gebar Asad, the Gebar says, is done at night. The Gebar says, Ha-Ketzad, Ketzirat V'Sifirat Balayla. The Ketzirat and the Sifirat is Balayla. And that's what makes it Timimot, because you're always starting the new Sifirat, the new count in the beginning of the, of the night. Now, on this, there's actually a phenomenal mahloket amongst the Rishonim. What if a person didn't count at night? Can he count during the day? So there's an opinion of the Baal Halachot Gedolot. The Baal Halachot Gedolot says a big hadush, the Bahag. He says, that which the Gemara said that you should count at night, that was lechatahila. That was, you know, to do the mitzvah in the best way. But of course, if you didn't count at night, you can count in the day with a beracha. With a beracha. Because Sefirat Omer is kasher kol ayom. And therefore, you can make the beracha the next day. Rabbeinu Tam, in the Tosafot over there, he says, no way. He says that if you look at the Mishnah in Megillah, the Mishnah in Megillah's language is, if you didn't count at night, finished, you're out, you can't count during the day. So it comes out, we have a fantastic mahlokan over here between Bahag and Rabbeinu Tam, which is Bahag and the Tosafot. When is this mitzvah of Sifirat Omer fulfilled? According to everybody, of course, you should fulfill it at night. That's for sure. However, the Bahag says, if you didn't fill it at night, so do it in the day. With the Beracha. I, the Gemara, said to me, that's the Chetayla, to do the Mitzvah, but you can still do it in the day. With the Beracha. And Rabbi Tam says, no way. That if you missed it at night, that's it, you missed it. Uh, you lost out on the Sefirah, and therefore you cannot count during the day. Well, it's not going to help you to count during the day. You, you missed it. What do we hold regarding this Mahloket? So Maran in Shohan Aruch discusses, he weighs in on this uh, Mahloket over here. Maran is in Simantaf Petet and he's in Halakha Zayin. Maran's Lashon, Shachach velo birech kol alayla. If you forgot to count the Sfirah the whole night, beautiful, that's the case we want to know. Yispor bayom velo beracha. Count in the day, below Beracha. So what is Maran doing over here? Maran is what we call uh, hedging. There's a mahlokar over here between the Bahag and Rabbeinu Tam. So if he would have taken the Bahag, he would have said, he missed it at night, let him count during the day with a Beracha. But he says, I can't tell you to make a Beracha because Rabbeinu Tam says, you cannot. So therefore he says, you know what, I'll, I'll do it like a safik. Since we have the opinion of the Bahag that says it's good, but we have a middle time that says it's not good, so therefore we put the middle. What does the middle say? Count in the day below Beracham. The Mishnah Brura says, Yispor Bayom, I mean Mishnah Brura Lamid Gimal, Kedaat Harbe Poskim, the Bidiavad Sefirat Yom Olel Sefirah. Bidiavad Sefirat Yom counts. But below Beracham, the Gladiyesh Poskim, the end Sefirah Ela Balayla. Tosfot. So you can't make a beracha. But then the Mishnah Brah says a beautiful Hadush. But you're still in the game. Which means going forward, you can still count with a beracha. Which means we're not going to consider like you missed a day. As long as you caught yourself during the day, you're okay. That's where we get the custom, by the way. 
that uh, if you remember in those days where they used to have, there used to be um, uh, a, min, a minhag, uh, there used to be a building called the Bet Knesset. I don't know if you guys remember it. That was a place where guys used to get together, 10 guys at a time, at least, and make a uh, minyat. All the tradition that used to have these buildings that were uh, accessible to Jews. Today we don't do it anymore. But in the olden days when they used to go to Bet Knesset, the custom was that uh, in Shahrit, after uh, the Kaddish, before they say Ashrei, in Shahrit, they say, hey, yo, they, they count the Sifrat on below Beracha. Why are they doing that? Because maybe somebody the night before missed uh, Sifira, and they'll catch it during the day, during Shul. So he's, oh, wow, I missed the last night. Beauty. They remind me, hey, yom, he stands up, or he sits down, however, hey, yom, whatever it is, and bingo, he's back in the game. And uh, that's the way Maran navigates that Mahluk uh, the Bahag and the Benutan. Now, we have another fantastic, fantastic Mahlokit in Sifirat Omer. These are the classics in Sifirat Omer. You need to know these two Mahlokot. What if a person missed both the night and the day? So he missed the full cycle of Sifirat Omer the whole day, meaning he didn't count at night, he didn't go to shul the next morning, and therefore he missed the 24-hour uh, period. Is he still... Uh, in the game or not. So there we have a big mahloket. Uh, one opinion is the opinion of the Bahag. The Bahag says that if you missed a full day and night, you cannot continue counting anymore. You cannot continue counting anymore. <laughs> So here the Baha'i says you need Timimot, meaning in the, it has to be one long string. It has to be one long mitzvah. It's electricity. So the first day and the 49th day and everything in between is all connected like one mitzvah, the Baha'i says. So if you missed it in the middle, you broke electricity. So therefore, you can't continue. It's a mitzvah that's done in 49 intervals, but it's considered one long mitzvah. And as a result, if you miss one of the intervals, you can't do this mitzvah anymore. Comes the Tosafot, and he says, gedolahu velo <laughs> Tosafot says, impossible. And of course, the uh, uh, the way we learn this mahloket is that the Benutam, or the Tosafot, learns that each night of the Sefirah is a standalone mitzvah. So therefore, you're fulfilling 49 different mitzvot. Now, of course, we'd, we'd like you to go 49 for 49. You get a perfect record. You're batting, batting, batting 1,000. But even if you miss one, that doesn't impact the next day. Each day is a separate mitzvah on its own. So that's an interesting mahlokan amongst the Rishonim. How do you look at sefirah? Is it one long mitzvah? Or is it separate mitzvah? And the nafkamina will be between bahag and tosfot is if you missed a complete day, day, night, point to the bahag, that's it. You broke your mitzvah. And according to the Tosafot, no, no, you missed one day, sorry, but it's not going to affect you the next day. What did Maran hold on this? So Maran, in Shohan Aruch, weighs in on this mahlukit as well. I'm reading you back in Taf Petet, Halacha Chet. Im shachach levarech be'echat mehayamim, ben yom rishon ben mish'ar yamim, so you forgot a complete day, sofer bish'ar yamim belo beracha. Okay, so there you go. Maran says, if you forgot a complete day, you cannot continue counting with a beracha. For the rest of the omen, you have to be counting without a beracha. Again, why was Maran saying this? Mishnah explains, because you have the opinion of the bahag. And therefore, according to the bahag, you cannot continue counting with a beracha. According to the bahag, if you missed one day, and the next day you're going to count with a beracha, it's a beracha la batala. So therefore, Maran says, we have the rules, safek berachot lakir. And therefore, you're right, according to Tosfot, I don't care if you missed a day. Guess what? According to Tosfot, I don't care if you missed a week straight of Sefirat Omer. When you finally remember, you start from that day. Because Tosfot holds, each day is a separate mitzvah. But Maran says, I can't tell you to make a beracha, because Bahag holds, lo yivarech. So Maran says, continue counting below beracha. Now Maran says, over a tremendous hindush. This is the classic hindush in Sefirat Omer. Abal... Im hum mesupak, im dileg yom ehad, 
ולא ספר, יספור בשאר ימים בברכה. So Maran says over here that let's say a person has a sefik, which is very common when it comes to Sefirat Ta'omer. Uh, let's say a guy comes tonight. Tonight to count the Sefirat Ta'omer. He's thinking to himself before he starts counting. Hold it. Did I count last night? He doesn't know. He's sefik. You know, you don't always know what you did. You forget. We said, well, I don't know if I counted. Well, we weren't in shul. So I know I, I don't have a, a point of reference from shul. And we're praying in our homes, he doesn't know if he prayed. We're praying in the morning, Shaharit, he doesn't know if he said it before Ashrit. He's Bisupak. He asks his son, you know if I got the Sifrat Omer? He says, Dad, you don't have a Safik if you ate dinner last night. That you know that you ate dinner. But Sifrat Omer, you have a Safik? What kind of guy, what kind of father are you over here? When it comes to the Mitzvot, you have a Safik. You don't have a Safik if, uh, you know, if, you, if you went to the bank, that you know. When it comes to your money, when it comes to your stomach, you don't have a Safik. When it comes to Sifrat Omer, you have a sefik. If it was important to you, you'd, you'd know if you counted or not. Things that are important, you have no sefik, by the way. Uh, anyway, after his son uh, rebukes him, uh, he says, okay, thank you for that, Musar, uh, but nonetheless, I still have a sefik. Then he tells the son, I have a sefik if you're my son, also, by the way, now that he says that. In any event, the point is, the point is, he has a sefik. So Maran says, if he has a sefik, if he counted, he could count with a beracha. The Mishnabura says why. And here the Mishnabura introduces the famous Sefek Sefeka. We have a double Sefek over here. What's the double Sefek? Sefek, I counted. So maybe I did count. So if I counted, I'm still in the game. The Sefek, I didn't count. But even if I didn't count, Sefek Talacha is like the Benutam that says each day is a separate mitzvah, and if I'm still in the game. So they have two sefekot over here that I could play with. And therefore, Maran holds, at least in Sefirata Omer, when you have a sefek sefeka, you can still count. Again, I'm giving you the sefek sefeka. It's a double sefek. Sefek, I counted. Sefek, I didn't count. So sefek, I counted. If I counted, beautiful, I'm in. And even if I didn't count, I can rely on the tosafot that says each day is separate. Therefore, I'm still in. I have two reasons to say why I can still count. One sad, I counted. If I counted, I'm still good. And even if I didn't count, I'm still good because the middle time holds, you can still count with each day's a separate mitzvah. Now, I'm not going in today to the, um, to the uh, merits of making a beracha when you have a sefek sefeka. That's a sugya that deserves its own, you know, uh, you know, its own derash. And maybe one day uh, we'll discuss making a beracha when you have a sefek sefeka. It's not my discussion today. We're holding like Maran, at least by sefirat Omer. When you have sefeka, you make. So the Mishnah then throws in one more line, which is very, very, very important, what the Mishnah Berurah says. <coughs> the Mishnah Berurah throws in and he says that not only this sefek sefeka, but any time you have a sefek sefeka in sefirat Omer, you're still okay. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be specifically this exact sefek sefeka that, Mar- that Maran's discussing, but if you can create another type of sefek sefeka, which we'll see, maybe there's another type of sefek sefeka, you're still considered, um, you're still considered okay. Oh, so now we're going to, we're going to discuss uh, our situation over here of, of Onin. Now we're going to discuss the case of Onin. So actually the Hafez Haim goes into it. In the Biur Halakha. So let's open up Biur Halakha. Again, we're in Taf Petit. It's the Biur Halakha, which is the Mishnah Biur Hafez Haim. Dibura Matkhil Belo Beracha. So he writes, he's quoting from a sefer called Nahar Shalom. And the Nahar Shalom says... We had a Zoom accident, but that's not that's not anybody's fault but mine. Sorting his rise as Sadiq, he got me the best equipment and really is working. That's my fault. So I don't want anybody to think anything about Sorli. Sorli is a Sadiq Yesod Olam. He brought me the best equipment. He thought about me. He came Eid of Shabbat to my house. I blessed him the whole Shabbat. He doesn't even realize what I did to the guy. I blessed his head off. But I, I did it wrong. So therefore, it's my my mistake. Now, he didn't teach me how to use this stuff. That's, you know, that's another story, but I'm, I, I, I figured it out myself. All right. 
I think we're back. Anyway, the um, oh, much better even. So now you see the tie. What tie? Okay. Anyway, so the uh, the biur halacha. He quotes from a rabbi called Nehar Shalom. Somebody passed away, and the met is in front of him. He's onen on one of the days of the Omer. That's an easy case. The case the Mishnah Rai is talking about is the Biura Laka is let's say uh, the guy dies during the day. He dies, let's say, today. Sunday morning, somebody dies. So right away, uh, or, or let's say better, the guy died last night, Shabbat. Uh, so therefore, he wasn't able to count the Omer last night, because right after Shabbat, he goes becomes an Omer, so he couldn't count last night's Omer. Today, he can't count either, because he's Omer, but they bury him at 2 p.m. At 2 p.m., he's not Omer anymore. So the Nahar Shalom writes, in that case, it's very easy. Let him count at 2 p.m. Let him say, And then you're still in the game. Because when is Onen Patur? Until the burial. Once they bury, he's Hayav Mitzvot again. And therefore, he can uh, count at that point. Let me make a, a clarification that the Biura says. It's not similar to the Tefillah, which means, let's say they bury at 2 o'clock. We don't say, okay, well, he has to pray Minha at 2 o'clock because he's high up to pray Minha, obviously, because the burial was done. But we don't say, let him pray Minha twice because he missed Shaharit. No. Because when it came to Shaharit, he was Patur. You only make a Tashlumin if you were Hayab in the Tefillah. In this case, he wasn't Hayab in the Tefillah, he was Patur. So, as an example, if somebody's Onen on the Motsa'e Shabbat, he doesn't make Havdalah. But after the burial on Sunday at 2 p.m., he makes Havdalah. Because Havdalah is not a Tashlumin. Havdalah you can make it till Tuesday. So therefore, you didn't make it Motzei Shabbat, you just have till Tuesday. So the Hayyuv is still on him. Any mitzvah that the Hayyuv is still on you, so therefore even after the burial, you continue to do that mitzvah. Sefirat Omer is still on you. So therefore, it's not a Tashlumin of the night. To Sifirat Omer, you didn't count at night. You were, because you, you weren't able to, you weren't on in. Fine, but the Hayyub is still on your coin in the day, according to those Rishonim that say you can count during the day. Didn't we see already that we have Rishonim that say you can count during the day? So therefore, the Mishtabrura writes, the Biura Lacha says, in that situation, we was on in at night, and they buried in the day, and there's still time left. Let him make the uh, Omen without a Beracha. And then uh, he can continue. That's a beautiful, beautiful halakha. And again, I'm giving you the uh, the difference between why he doesn't have to make up tefillah. Tefillah was patur. When you patur from a tefillah, there's no makeup. You're not obligated to make it up. When did we say you have to make up a tefillah? When you were hayav to do the tefillah and you forgot it. But onen is patur from tefillah. So when, when he's finished the burial, when he's finished, when he's finished the burial, we don't say... Let him pray twice. You were patur. Mashi'enket sifirat ha'omer. Sifirat ha'omer is not that you're, it's a tashlum from what you missed. You're still hayav. According to Sapkoski, right now you're hayav to count it during the day. So therefore, uh, the uh, the case is understood. Now I will point out, there was a great rabbi from Saloniki uh, about 300 years ago. His name was Hakam Yosef David. One of the great sifaradi rabbis, the Bet David. The Ben Yishai always quotes him, Hakam Avinyah always quotes him. He has a, a very big hadush. He said, in that case, the Onen can even make Sefirat Ta'omer in the day with a Beracha. Wow, that's a giant hadush. Why? He says, because when do we say that you don't make the Beracha during the day? If you missed it at night, that's if you forgot it. But here, it's, you didn't forget it. Here, he couldn't do it. It's not his fault. Therefore, he says, if you, if, if, if you, if you couldn't do it because the Halakha didn't allow you to do it, you're, you're patur, poor guy. You didn't lose the sefirah, and you can even make it during the day. Chama alav shalom brings the Bet David in his uh, in Hazon in Yom Tov on Dafresh Mem Dalid, but he says um, that Shehaonen uh, Balayla Yispor Bayom Beli Beracha, 
ובשאר כל הלילות, and the rest of the night she can continue with the Beracha, ושלא כהרב בית דוד, but not like the Rav בית דוד, שכתב שיספור ביום בברכה. Okay, that's Hadush. So Chavoya didn't take the, um, the, uh, the Bet David, and that's Halakha Lama'aseh in that case, in the, which is the easy case. I, I didn't come to talk about that case. That's the obvious case. If the, if the Onan still has time to pray, or, or, or still has time in the day, after the burial, like a two o'clock burial, of course, let him count. Ayom, and uh, he's still in the game. By the way, it's no worse than a regular guy that forgot at night and counts during the day. So the Onen couldn't count at night. It's still the day. This burial is over. He's not on Onen anymore. And let him, uh, let him count. That uh, is, the, is the easy case. The case that I'm discussing over here, what do you say, Vicky? What, what if the Onen's from Friday night? Oh, Hazak Baruch. Sunday afternoon. That's the question. Yeah, Habib, that's the question. That's the million dollar question. The question that we came to ask today is the question where he's an Onen for the whole period. So therefore, it's not like he has a chance to, to make it up uh, in between. It's a 24-hour on-in. Like Victor said, he's on-in from Friday. So therefore, and they're not going to bury until uh, Sunday night, like this case that we have over here with the Meddibs. So the question is, finished. They missed a full, a full cycle. Is there a way for them still to be uh, in the game? So the Bi'ur uh, discusses this case as well. And he brings down a, uh, a very big Hadush. He brings down a shita of the Noda Bihuda. Now, what is the Noda Bihuda? Before I get to the Noda Bihuda, what would logic tell you? Logic? I would say he's out. Logic would tell me, and I'll give you my logic. Onen can't do mitzvot. So that's it. So we know he can't do mitzvot. He can't count. He couldn't count at night. He couldn't count during the day. So he missed a full a full day. I know it's not his fault. Hazit. We feel bad for the guy. I know some of you saying, oh, it's not fair. It's not enough that his, his father died. Now you can take away the omen from him. Listen, you, you got to take away the mercy for a minute from... Uh, gotta, we're learning law now. Wherever the law lands... The law lands. You know, uh, Hazid, if you feel bad for him, give him a million dollars because he lost his father. We're not trying to compensate the guy now. We're trying to figure out what the law is. So if you're telling me, well, he missed the night, he missed the day, <laughs> now, and he couldn't count because Onen can't do mitzvot. So which I tell you, you know, casualty of the law. And therefore you're telling me, that's uh, it, which I tell you, he's out. And therefore, if the Onen uh, missed a full uh, cycle, I would say logically, he's not he's not better than a regular guy. What would you say a regular guy, not onin? He missed the night, he missed the day. What's halakha? Say he's out. He's out. You want to count without a beracha for the rest? Okay, good luck to you. But when I say you're out, I mean you cannot count with a beracha. So the onin shouldn't be any different. It's the same variables. He missed the night, he missed the day. I know what you say. He missed it because he wasn't able. But bottom line, mitziut, he missed it. And you don't have to mimot. You don't have Timimot. You don't have that Timimot that we hold according to those poor scheme. And therefore, uh, you, you cannot count it. That's what my logic and instinct right away would say. Until, until the Noda Bihuda. The Noda Bihuda is Rabbi Yehezkel Landau. He was the chief rabbi in Prague. It was a Gaon. A few years ago, I went to Prague. And I went to the old cemetery there, and we were able to make a uh, tikkun and a prayer by the grave of Nodam Behuda. It was, uh, it was a gaon. He also wrote another sefer called Slah, Tziyun Lenefesh Haya. That's a uh, perush on Gemara. But anyway, he was uh, gaon adir. Uh, if our members remind me, at the end of the shiur, I'll tell you a famous story about the Nodabi Uda where you see his you see his genius. But I think you see his genius in this Teshuvah. Chamavaya quotes the Teshuvah. Listen to what he says. Where is the Nodabi Uda? It is in Let's see where it is. Yeah, Noda Biuda, 
חלק אור החיים, סימן כ"ז. הסתפק, בדין האונן, אם יכול לספור ספירת העומר, והביא מה שכתב רש"ל, להד האמרינן אונן פטור מכל המצוות, לאו קללה הוא. ויש מצוות שהאונן חייב בהן, ובפרט מצוות ספירת העומר, שאינו נטרד ממנה, ולא מתבטל מכבוד מתו בשביל רגע קטן בזה של ספירת העומר. אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
that any time you have a sefek sefeka, you still you're okay by sefirat omen. And we could say it like this: What are we going to say? The guy's onen the whole day. So Rudabi Uda says, even in the middle of his aninut, they didn't bury the body yet. Let him say, Ayom Arbaab is hey, he's onen. Slow down. First of all, sefek that what that onen is patur, but if he wants, he can do it. So that would be uh, very good. You have that into into the mix. And sefek that what sefek that maybe it's only on other type of mitzvot, but a mitzvah like this, it's a, it takes a second. And sefek that they didn't exempt you from recurring mitzvot that is going to affect you in the future. So you have three sefekot over here. So therefore, the Rodabu wants to say in the sefek sefeka, it'll help that you could say hayom even when he's onen. And it'll allow the onen to continue counting the subsequent nights with a beracha. Ah, Habibi. Which is a tremendous hadush of the noda bihuda. Rav Chida, huh? Would the Nabada say that he could say even with the beracha? No. Before then? No, not with the beracha because you can't make beracha. He agrees beracha you cannot make when you're onen. Beracha, you can't. But to count without a beracha, you have a lot of sifikot. Again, I repeat the sefekot. Sefek, maybe Omer is a small bitzvah, and everybody says you can do that because it doesn't take away from your preoccupation. Number two, that some say that Onen is patur, but if he wants, he can do the mitzvah. So you have that. And this is a type of mitzvah that if you don't do it, it's going to impact you in the future. So therefore, he wants to say that Onen for sure can count beli beracha, and it'll allow him to continue subsequently with the beracha. Hadush gadol. Chabavadya brings the Noda Bihuda in uh, Hazor Avadya. He brings the whole Teshuvah and he goes back and forth with it. And then he quotes the Chida. And he says, well, first he says, Umash Katava Noda Bihuda. Lehatir. Lehatahila. In order to allow him to count the rest of the day, she yuchas for beracha, vekatav shekender el asot. Now, Rabbi Yehuda said that's what you should do. He says that the chida brought Rav Chida. I mean, how you must have to be as you like. Brings the nodah bihuda in mahazik beracha, and he writes. That mikol makom, you should not rely on him unless im safara omer vehayalo mishi yishtadel letzorche hamet. Oh, yeah, I'm not taking. He says no, no. If you're a real, or if, not you. If a person is a real onen, the chida says we don't go with another biyuda. But if the guy is what we call today a quasi-onen, because today, really, the guy doesn't do too much. Today, we make a, a person makes a phone call, and the Havra Kaddishan takes care of everything. All, all, all onen today basically has to do is he calls the Havra Kaddishan. Okay, where's the med? It's in this hospital. Okay, we'll take care of everything. Finished. In the olden days, the, the guy himself would have to do a lot of it. You have to go and do... Now... The Hidas says, I'll concede that if he's a real on first, if he's a real onen, you can't count. I'm not taking the Dabiuda. But if he's the quasi onen that already gave it over to the Hibra Kadisha, so he's onen, but he's not an onen, then I'll let him count without a biracha, and then we'll say that he's uh, okay. So he takes the Nodabiuda, but he adds one more, one more leg to it. That it's gotta be only after. It was given over to the Hevra to take care of it. So he's a quasi onen. And Chamavadya, by the way, he writes, uh, If the onen sees he's going to be night and day, he can make Sifirat Omer Be'odo Onen, in parentheses, Chamavadya writes, Le'ahar shenimsar hamet lehevra kadisha. 
only after they gave the met to the Hebra Kadisha. So Chavadiyah throws an extra line in there. But he won't take the Nodabi Yehuda to say even before you gave the met to Hebra Kadisha, you'll be okay. And then he said, but if they gave it to Hebra Kadisha, so you really quasi on then, you can continue counting with a Benacham. Now I found, and that's the Halakha Lema'aseh, it shouldn't be Lema'aseh to our members, but that's what we answered Medebs, that Lema'aseh, uh, uh, once they give it over to the uh, to the uh, to the Hebra, they have a more complicated case because it's a flight and they have to make sure that the body gets on the plane, so it's more uh, entailing. So they're really on end because they got to do work. But the COVID, it's a lot of phone calls and a lot of uh, you know. It's not like you give it to Hebra and says, "Okay, it's done. Nothing's done in this time. Everything has to be followed up and." you know, analyze, and they need to be there, make sure it gets on the plane, and so on and so on. So therefore, my, my advice to them is that uh, as long as, once they actually give it over to the plane, if it's before sunset, boom, count today. Count today. But now, it won't help them. Because now, it's, it's, it's a deen of mamash uh, onen. But I did find a very interesting sevara, uh, and I want to I wanna tell it to our members. You know, there's a Gemara that says, Hashav la'asot mitzvah velo ve'ne'enas velo asa'a ma'ale ala v'katuv ki'ilu asa'a. Let's review what this Gemara says. The Gemara says if you have a uh, mitzvah, whatever the mitzvah is, and you couldn't do it because of honest. Honest, it was uh, out of his control. Honest. So the Gemara says, if the reason why you couldn't do it because of honest, it's considered as if you did it. God doesn't, uh, you know, take it, uh, hold it against you. So I saw brought down in a sefer called Devre Yehuda. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's as if he did it. I shall I tell you how I always understood it? I understood it means you'll get the reward. It's not like you did the mitzvah. I mean, you didn't do the mitzvah. But listen, why are we doing the mitzvah? You want to get the reward. So God's telling the guy, listen, we're not going to hold it against you. When you get to Olam let him in. You know, give, give him an upgrade. Hey, hey, fellas, he didn't do the mitzvah. He was honest. Let him, let him get the, uh, you know, pay him anyway. But he didn't do the mitzvah. But this rabbi, the Devrei Yudah, wants to say no. He, it's as if he did the mitzvah. Wow, that's a, that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous hadush. It's like he did the mitzvah, and he brings a proof. He brings a very, very interesting proof. What's his proof? That's it. He did the mitzvah. So he says, how are we allowed to count Sefirat Omer? A regular guy. How are we allowed to count tonight? What do you mean? What's the matter? He says, well, maybe the guy's going to die in the middle of the Sefirah. And if the guy dies in the middle of the Sefirah, according to those opinions that it's one long mitzvah, so the first 25 days, he made Benachal Abatala because he never finished it. You hear his question? He says, listen, people die. So if you hold it, it's one long mitzvah. So now you counted 25 days already. You made Benachal 25 times. How could we let the guy make a Benachal every night? If he dies the next day, he didn't finish the Omer, and then retroactively all those Benachot that he made till now are wasted. So you know what he says? Because when a person dies, what is he? He's honest. When a person dies, he's considered honest. And therefore, honest is considered as if he counted. And therefore, it's as if he counted the Omer all the rest of the days. Therefore, it's not considered by the Chalabatala. From the fact that we let a guy count, any of us, count Omer every single night, even though there's a suspicion that the guy might die, the explanation is because even if God forbid that happens, that's an honest. And honest is considered what? As if he fulfilled the mitzvah, Itself. That's the Hiddush uh, of the Devrei uh, Yehuda. Oh, Sorabotai. It comes out according to this. I saw this brought in the Sefer Ratzkat by the great uh, Gaon from Los Angeles, where Sri Reisman may live and be well. In his Sheilotu Chivot Ratzkat Sevi, God give me the Fuash I heard he's uh, under the weather. So he says that based on this rabbi, we could say, that if a person, let's say, Lo'alin was onin, and he missed the night in the day, he's honest. And if you say that if a person is honest and missed the mitzvah, it's like he did it. So therefore, it's like he did it. It's like he counted. 
So therefore, he can continue counting with a menachah, even if he didn't count at all. Because the reason why he didn't count, because she's honest. He wasn't able to count because she's uh, on end. So if you hold like that shita that says, Hashav la'asot mitzvah, velo asa'ah, it's ki'ilu asa'ah. So therefore, it's ki'ilu asa'ah, therefore, it's a virtual asa'ah. It's if he did it. And therefore, according to that, it'll be okay to continue with the menachah. That's a novel uh, way of looking at it. Although, he brings down that uh, Rav Zevin pushed this away and he said, you have no proof. Uh, first of all, your proof from Sifirat HaOmid is not a proof. The reason why we're allowed to count is because we're not Hoshesh uh, Timita. We don't suspect death. It's a, you know, something that's a, a far-fetched. And you see that when the Torah allowed you to count every night, as if they were saying, and we're not worried that you're going to die. They were allowing us to count without that chashash. So therefore, it's not the pshat that we're allowed to count every day because even if the person dies, it's ke'ilu. We can, nah. The reason why we're allowed to count is because the Torah allowed us to count and it's as if to say they were telling us, don't worry about that suspicion. We, don't, we know that suspicion exists, but we're telling you even so, pay not attention to it and still, and still count. And therefore, the way they learned the Gemara is hashav la'asot mitzvah velo asa'ah Ki'ilu asa'a means he'll get the reward ki'ilu asa'a, but it's not as if he actually was asa'a, and therefore it will not uh, affect the uh, onen. So halakha lema'aseh, again, I hope it's not lema'aseh, but halakha for those that, um, for those that asked, for those that asked the question, halakha lema'aseh is going to be that onen, ligabes firata omer, is twofold. If the kivura uh, is still in the day, so he has time to count, let him count with no problem. However, if the onen is the night in the day, so then we're going to make a difference. If he missed it totally, finished, then he cannot continue counting with the beracha. However, if they gave it over to the katafim, to the havra kadisha, and it's still the daytime, and once they gave it, even though technically he's still onen, but if they gave it over, Chabayah says, then we could run the Noda Biuda, like the Chida says, and he can count Bili Beracha, and in the subsequent days, he will be considered still uh, in the game to continue counting with Beracha. So that's, uh, that's the Hadush that we wanted to say today, the Botai, and the Halacha. It's a, nice, uh, it's a nice piece. Again, like I said, I hope it doesn't uh, come to Maaseh, but since the question was asked, at least now we have, a, uh, we have clarity. Have I guess a question? Yes. What if um, someone's an onen? Can they answer amen to someone else's barakah? That's a fantastic question. It's a fantastic question. Uh, actually, Hakam Ubadya Allah Shalom discusses it. Abotai. Hakam Ubadya writes over here. Uh, from a rabbi called the Devrem Moshe, Shekatav Ladun, Im Haonen Shama Haberachava Sefirah Mahavero. Let's say he heard it from his friend or the Hazan. Im Yachol Lamshik Lespor Beberacha. Let him just answer Amen, and uh, there you go. We well, he heard it. So then he said, "Well, you have a problem over here because we have a rule." Something that you can't do yourself, you cannot appoint the shaliyah to do for you. So you're telling the hazan, have me in mind and to be poter me. We learned a rule that says something you cannot do yourself does not help shaliyah. But then he comes along and he says that it's not so pashut. And therefore he comes along and he says, that he's not going to take that... Uh, again, it's hard to appoint somebody to make a barakah for you when you yourself can't do it. So therefore, he doesn't... Uh, again, some said it's okay, but he himself, it sounds like, is against it. Rabbi, you don't even have to appoint him. If the Chazan, let's say, says it... Yeah, but you need kabana. Maybe it's like a sneeze. No, but you have to tell him, have me in mind to be potemi, because Stam Hazan doesn't have you in mind. It doesn't have it in mind. Well, when he's making it, he's doing it for himself. He's just doing it to tell the Kahal which day it is, but he's not have to come out. Right. So you got to whisper in his ear, listen, I need it, have me in right. mind. 
חכם עובדיה says even on מצוות דה לבנן, סליחות כוונה. It's on the Rash, Rabotai. That's a big mahalok. Uh, if you want to look at the short answer, go on Deli Halakha. We went through the whole uh, the whole item. But uh, maybe that's something. Uh, if somebody asks me the question as a Halakha Lema'aseh, maybe we'll do it in a uh, in a future broadcast. But that's uh, that's today. Anyway, I told you, I'll tell you a story about the Nodabi Uda. If you have another minute, I'll tell you a, a funny story with the Nodabi Uda. Our members are still okay for, to hear it? Oh, that's it. You had enough. Okay, because I know everybody's so busy. Everybody's very busy. We're doing a lot of things. So I don't want to, Hasra Shalom, uh, impede your uh, your busy schedules. So I can have another minute, I'll tell you the story. Anyway, the Nodabi Uda was a great guy on. And um, so somebody once uh, was saying, you could ask the Nodabi Uda any question and he has the answer. He has the answer to all the questions. Whatever you ask him, he has the answer. So uh, there was a wise guy there. And the wise guy said, what do you mean, any question? Yeah, any question. So he was uh, like a, not a religious guy. He said, yeah, I'm going to go to Nodabi Uda. I have three questions, and I bet you he can't answer. The guy said, that any question you're going to ask, he's going to answer. Yeah, I'm going to show you. So they go to Nodabi Uda together. So uh, the guy said, listen, Rabbi, this is uh, my friend over here. Uh, he has some questions to the Rav. So the Rav says, uh, of course, Baruch Abba, ask your questions. He says, Rabbi, first, maybe you could help me. I have a problem. I, I lost my taste buds. I can't taste anything. He's, okay, what else? You have three questions, right? Yeah, what else? He said, um, I have another uh, problem. Is that um, I don't remember anything. I forget. I keep on, I'm very forgetful. He's okay. What else? He says, and I have a problem with lying. I'm a big liar. I'm always lying. So, could you help me with these uh, problems? He says, of course. Any other problems you have? No, only these three. He says, so let me review. You, you have a hard time tasting, yeah. You have a hard time remembering, yeah. And yeah, you lie a lot. Okay, come back tomorrow at two o'clock. I'll fix you. The guy can't believe it. How's the rabbi going to fix him? How's the, the rabbi? Not a doctor. How's the rabbi solve these questions? His friend told him, I told you, you're going to go to the rabbi, he's going to give you an answer, 2 o'clock tomorrow. So, the next day, right before he comes, the Nodabi Uda tells his servant, go to the barn and bring me the dung of the, of the animals. They bring the dung of the animals and the Ayyubah, the, the servant, he, the, the rabbi tells him, make them into like little uh, balls, like little balls, and put coconut on top of it. It looked like chocolate, chocolate covered uh, with the coconut. And put it on a silver tray and put it on the table. Now what happens? The guy comes in. So the rabbi says, uh, oh, Baruch Abba, I'm waiting for you. The rabbi says, the guy says, you have the answer to my question? He says, before I answer your question, please have a piece of chocolate. You know, have something, uh, have a chocolate, please. He says, no, 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 thank you. No, 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 have a piece of chocolate. He picks up the item. He puts it in his mouth. He says, this isn't chocolate. This is the dung of an animal. The rabbi says, wow, your taste buds came back. I didn't know it was going to work that fast. He says, and guess what? You're not lying anymore. That's the truth, because it is the dung of an animal. And regarding your memory, you'll never forget this for the rest of your life. <laughs> so so you see over here, the Rodabi Uda was so sharp. The guy was a wise guy. The guy was trying to you know, trick the Rodabi Uda. So we learn from over here that when a let's comes in, you have to answer him like a let's. A wise guy comes in, you answer him like a wise guy. And this guy, of course, learned his lesson. Okay, Rabotai, we'll stop over here. I wish you a wonderful day. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Have a wonderful day. You too, boys.